gather round, gather round. He's managed to clean the shutters down. It's uh, we'll just act like none of that gap ever happened. We'll just pretend that if you're delving through the back catalogue, one minute you were listening to stories of uh, discless Xbox incoming, uh, and then before you know it, it's been out for three months, four months, six months, and the next episode's just just here, just here. It's uh, franchise buys games. Um, We've cleaned the shop up, speakeasy's back up and running. There's a healthy supply of booze in there. We've got the physical embodiment of the game industry strapped to that bloody big slab of wood in the back there, just tied down. He's enjoying it, though. He's enjoying it. The way I like to see it is uh, in that film, um, was it, man? There's like, it's, is it Sin City? Elijah Wood plays a character where he's getting like cut up and that, and he's just enjoying himself. That one, That's that's it. That's how I see the physical embodiment of the game industry splayed like a spatchcock chicken on that table, and I'm just pulling out its entrails full of news. But it's not just me. It's not just me pulling out its entrails. It's not just me juggling about with its organs and trying to get a bit of fucking choice cut news off it. It's, uh, it's producer of the show. Nice guy, Johnny. Johnny, welcome. Yeah, yeah. nice guy, Johnny, as always. Uh, casually dressed and ill-informed when it comes to games. Perfect person you want for this podcast. Uh, by the way, I'm glad I'm not a vegetarian because this 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 looks quite horrific, to be honest. It's a gruesome job. It's a gruesome job, Johnny. Not everybody's cut out for it. However, we must soldier on because if we don't deliver the choice cuts, who's going to, Johnny? So Johnny will kick off this episode because this is going to be, you know, we'll have to put we'll put together a new run of show because I feel like my scatterbrain approach to podcasting works quite well. On part as part of the Happy Accident podcast, the flagship show of the Happy Accident Network, of which Franchise Buys Games is a part, uh, the scatterbrain approach doesn't work so well when you're trying to put together a well-oiled machine of a show. That's why you bring on a producer. Like That's you why you need a producer. Bring on that audio engineer producer role, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny, the uh, casually dressed, ill-informed. You are a, a bloody filthy casual gamer, aren't you? I really am, but we'll get into that later on. Put that to the test. We'll put that to the test, Johnny. We'll start the show the same way we're going to start every show from now on with Johnny. What what have you been playing since last? Same week? thing I've been playing since ever. Now uh, I'm I'm currently balls deep into um, Fallen Order, Jedi. Oh, good choice, sir. Good choice. How far along are you? Uh, spoilers? No spoilers. Try and keep the spoilers to a minimum. I mean, it's been out long enough. But we'll still try and keep spoilers to a minimum, I think. Okay, I think I'm, I think I'm now fighting uh, one of the boss ladies for the third time. Third time. One of the boss ladies. Boss do ladies. Her, do you call her boss lady? She's beat. She's beat me that many times. Got you working in a field. <laughs> Just like, here comes the boss lady. Here comes the boss lady. I feel like you're maybe on the green mile, and she's like, she's uh She's just a warden. She's a powerful warden. She's like, um, what's it, Brutus? Was his name Brutus? But like, if Brutus was a woman, or it was Brutus. Brutal. Just, you're, you're brutal, brutal. That's his brutal. name. Brutal, not Brutus. That's why you're Gentle right. Brutal. After the knowledge and all. You know what I mean? I'm just an encyclopedia. Shit, you don't need to know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But for the sake of this podcast, that reference would have been wildly inaccurate because I called him. Brutus. There's no such character in the Green Mile. 
people that have been. Why have a producer? This. I'm going to turn this off. He doesn't even know his green mile characters. I'll keep you corrected. I'll keep you corrected. Don't keep me on the straight and narrow, Johnny. I've been. Uh, do you know what it is? We're in the middle of that drought, mate. We're in the middle of that awful, awful drought. If I hadn't already finished Fallen Order, that would have been the perfect time to do it. But I'm sort of juggling at the minute, mate. I've got that. You know the funk. You know that filthy. That filthy, just that deep-seated funk where you just you want to play something, but you just kind of you don't you kind of fancying out. Yeah, you turn on something, you play it for ten minutes, and you go, "I really don't want to play this." Ah, you're like, no, this isn't this isn't what I'm after. Like you'll you'll start something, you think, "Oh, I remember this," and then something like gritty grinds your gears, you go, "Ah, oh, fuck, I can't be bothered doing that again." It's fucking me, it happened to me. Uh, it's one of the games that I'm currently juggling. And I said, I'd, on Twitter, I'd, I'd said, I'm done with it. Like, it's a fucking brilliant game. I can see why it got Game of the Year. Um, I've been playing Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, one of the FromSoft games. Uh, have, have you played any of the FromSofts? You look casual. <laughs> well, uh, is, uh, no, no. Of course you haven't. Of course you haven't. Um, but anyway, I've been playing Sekiro, and I've got to a point in the game where I either fight the fucking Blazing Bull or fight Madam Butterfly or Lady Butterfly, or whatever she's called, and those boss two, lady. between the two of them bosses, one of them's not even a full boss. The fucking bull's a mini boss. Can, can I fuck do a fucking thing with that bull? I've watched people on YouTube and they're like, oh, this is just how you kill him easy. It's not even a tough fight if you just do this. And I'd do it and I'd just get me fucking balls splayed across a wall somewhere. Unbelievable. So I've been juggling between Sekiro. I've been, I've been back on that Dead by Daylight. Well, I actually brought you on that Dead oh, by Daylight. Oh, you did. You did. That fucking good asymmetric multiplayer. Yeah, didn't work out well for you, actually, did it? No, no. Mm-hmm. Probably, I mean, it's, it serves as a painful reminder, if nothing else. Put a squad. Yeah, what do I do when I see the serial killer? Uh, you run, Johnny. You run. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, I found the killer. Run away. <laughs> run away now. No, I've been playing that Dead by Daylight. I've, uh, I'm enjoying that. Like me, you, friend of the show, powerful young James Campbell. Um, jumping on and just trying to level up they've adopted some sort of like almost like a seasons type model that you see in uh mid popular by fucking behemoth fortnite that fucking battle pass option where you essentially get a a track of unlockables for free but if you pay them a little bit more those unlockables are exponentially increased to give you more free shit i say free shit You've paid for the battle pass. Nothing's free. free. Nothing's free. No. But I just every now and again dabbling in that Death Stranding game. Johnny, you been playing that? I played it a bit, but I said to myself, I'm gonna get through uh, Fallen Order and then go to Strand Death. Stranding. Death. Sorry, I had a mini stroke there. Sorry. <laughs> mini mini stroke of what? It's not that kind of podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the other thing I've been playing, absolutely fucking out of the blue, jump back on Red Dead Redemption 2 online. Absolutely out of the blue. I thought I'm going to go back on this. I played it around launch and found it to be a an arid, vapid experience with not a great deal to do there. Uh, if you stumbled across another player or two, you could get some quite little, good little gang war situations going on. But that early in the game, you had nothing. Absolutely nothing of any merit as far as weapons is concerned. So I just found myself on the receiving end most of the time. 
left it alone for fucking the best part of... I mean, when did Red Dead come out? I can't even remember when it came out. last year? That was definitely last year, but essentially the gap between it coming out and now, I've jumped back on, uh, and there's... I mean, it looks like they've put a few more little things to do in there. It's nowhere near the level of, like, GTA Online. But then again, what could you possibly do in a world that was built to be barren? How could you fill that world with stuff to do when it, the purpose of the world was to be predominantly fucking empty? You know what I mean? I was but exhausted, I, just exhausted after playing that game. You know, after I mean, in a good way, it was finished. I was like, right, that's it. That's that's. That, in fact, it didn't even go on the shelf. I gave it to one of my mates at work. I just said, you know what? Do you take this? You go, and, you go play it, and then I, then I don't look at it, and it's out of mind. I did the same with Last of Us as well. The Last of Us is one of them you only play it once type games, though, isn't it? I never even played the HD remake, the, well, the, the, the remaster edition, because I, I, I just I've done that story. I bought it, obviously, but obviously, uh, I've never been more. To, I think if I'm gonna play it again, it's gonna happen soon. What with the Last of Us two coming in the back end? Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's the only time I will play it, just just to tee up to for that I one. Tee the seat will look quite nice. Plus, I've forgot a lot of the main story beats. Do you know what I mean? That's the beauty of leaving it. Like, yeah. Another one, Horizon. Did you play Zero Dawn? I haven't. Zero Dawn. <laughs> of course I haven't. Of course you haven't. Of course you haven't. Seventy odd hours I put into Zero Dawn. Absolutely superb game. From the pit, like, I mean, Gorilla made fucking Killzone. They went from Killzone to fucking Horizon. It was just what a fucking. I believe the kids call it a globe, and I'm not shitting on Killzone. Killzone was a perfectly fucking capable shooter and set in a very, like, the world they created for Killzone was phenomenal. But moving away from one world and into a, an, an entirely new world, lore, the story was incredible. But, again, it's been that long since I've played it. A lot of the story beats are just gone. You know what I mean? Like, And then rumoured that one of the PS5 launch games will be Horizon First Dawn. The sequel, or whatever they want to fucking call it. And I'm like, oh, do I do I free some time in the diary to replay Horizon Zero Dawn? Like, very, but then you look like, what, there's another 70 hours I'd have to put into it, because I get addicted to just trip-advising me way around the map. And then Last of Us, that's another one. That's a, a relatively linear experience, but when you're just exploring every nook and cranny the world has to offer... I feel like I'm cheating someone if I don't see everything, if I don't see every bit of dirty rust or every patch of moss or every fucking piece of dog defecation left lying in a street. I feel like I've, I've shortchanged somebody because it's a fucking it. masterpiece. Yeah, I've let you down, little developer. Yeah. <laughs> All that crunch time you, te- you took to get this game finished and I've just let you down. You crunched for me and I won't even stare at your dog shit. But, uh, oh, well, speaking of crunch, though. Speaking of crunch and Red Dead Redemption, are we just going to swing straight into the second of the. Uh, the? I mean, it's not really a feature, is it? This is what uh, it is. It's a uh, new trouble now. Yeah, let's just go. For, let's, let's run down the headlines and we'll start with, the, with this one. Do you want to so, do sort of headline churn for you? Like, dun dun, bum, dun 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 dun. Bong. Headlines. <laughs> just like that. Seamless. Seamless. <laughs> Absolutely seamless. You know, we'll awards for this shit. 
Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Other <laughs> than Johnny Tate, so the headline. Strip back, strip back. Well, you know, this was um, back, I think, was it February 5th? I think it was. Yeah, February 5th. So this is um, news of um, Dan Hauser. One of the famed Hauser brothers. Hauser brothers, of, uh, you know, vice president oh. of creative at um, Rockstar Games. So yes. I'll, I'll read the company statement, shall I? So this was on um, Take Two's uh, Q3 2020 financial report. <clears throat> I do my research. You do. Your, this is why I, you are literally worth your weight in gold that I refuse to pay you right now. Yeah, thank you. After, after an extended break beginning in the spring of 2019, Dan Hauser, vice president of creative at Rockstar Games, will be leaving the company. Dan Hauser's last day will be the 11th of March 2020. We're extremely grateful for his contributions. Rockstar Games has built some of the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful game worlds, a global community of passionate fans, and an incredibly talented team, which remains focused on the current and future projects. End mm-hmm. quote. So yeah, quite a bit of the uh, DNA has been is going from that company. One would say. You, well, Sam, his brother Sam and Dan, they were the founders back in '98. I believe. Yep, 1998. First, first GTA, based in uh, based in fucking Scunny Botland, aren't they? That's where they started. That's where this all this dream began up there in fucking Dundee, or is that just where the studio is now? Another uh, the first GTA came out of the UK. I believe I could be wrong. Fucking question everything. I, I'm, I, like I, I'm, I'm not I'm the ill-informed, I, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, consider yourself possibly ill-informed. But, I'm informed. Uh, so Sam Houser's staying on, but Dan yep. Houser's leaving. Yeah, Sam Houser's role remains unchanged. For now, for now. Let's just see how long he he, he likes running the company when his fucking brother's not there. Because uh, what have they put out? Look what they've put out together. Fucking the Grand Theft Auto series, critically acclaimed everyone. Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. I don't know if they did they do Red Dead Revolver as well, or did they buy the rights to Red Dead after Revolver? I think it was a Rockstar game. I could be well, it's, it's probably worth chatting. But uh, that table tennis game out of nowhere, scorching little table tennis game on the 360, remember that one? Rockstar table tennis? I totally do not. Random, <laughs> totally random, brilliant game as well. Um, How do you know I, this? <laughs> franchise buys games, mate, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's not a lot of things I do well, but buying games is up there. Max Payne. Max Payne 3. Was it Max Payne 3? Is that the one Rockstar did? These is, these is facts worth checking, by the way. I'm just... That pops in my head, yeah. Didn't See, I've, I've researched the tiny oh. bits that I'm supposed to re- research, but everything else I was looking to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I brought you on, because literally I will say anything. I read I a few news say- articles, so I didn't sound like an absolute dick. <laughs> 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 but, uh, we're there what else so I'm almost certain Max Payne 3 was um, Bully that Bully was, was there he was head writer on Grand Theft Auto 2 5 and Bully Bully was a game Bully was probably the only Rockstar game that I've never really sank my teeth into believe it or not it was like it, it just didn't hit for me it didn't it didn't hit right and I don't know why because it should have at the age Bully first came out that was, I mean, it's, it should have spoke to us, but it just didn't. 
one of my all-time favourite Rockstar games, Johnny Boy, uh, The Warriors. Warriors. Mouthbent play, yay. The Warriors was a fucking unbelievable game. Remastered, not but, well, sometime in the last five year. Time is a concept I'm not too familiar with for the most part. Sometime yeah. in the last decade, The Warriors was remastered. Sometime in the last 20 years, The Warriors was released and then remastered years later in the past. But as, that, as with as with many games, I, I, I blinked and missed a couple of hundred. You blinked and missed everything. You yep. blinked and missed gaming. You came on this podcast and you were like, so we're talking about uh, Alien Storm on the Mega Drive. <laughs> or possibly... Starcraft. In a little bit of... <laughs> hey, there were good times then. Them Starcraft days. Amazing. You can get it free now. There was also the... Was it um, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds? Was that the other one we used to play? Real Time Strategy? Yep. Phenomenal. Phenomenal little RTS. Little beaut. Anyway, Dan Hauser. Back to that story. So he's gone. He's left. So this... Wait, okay, question... and he, let's go into the conjecture here because there's no facts coming out. No. About why. Right. No. So let, do you want to do you want to spin into a little, some more conspiracy theories, mm. which we must stress are all of our own um, thinking and by no means the uh, the words of Take Two or Rockstar. We will say now, disclaimer: zero journalistic chops. Not but two gamers. Uh, just well, one one and a half. Let's say one and a half. One, <laughs> and, one and one and change gamers. Just throwing fucking reckless opinions about the place. I want to hear your most reckless opinion, Johnny. Well, I don't think it's that reckless. I mean, he was already on an extended absence, mm-hmm. and the, there was no shortage of um, news coverage about the uh, extended hours that um, Rockstar employees were taking up until the release of Red Dead Redemption 2. The crunch. The crunch, a so-called crunch, as we heard it. Crunch. I think that's what we'll call our news feature, the crunch. The crunch. So, you know, I mean, here's the thing. So many games nowadays are, are promised release titles and they're being so overly ambitious they can never make them. So Red Dem- Redemption was one of those. But I think it's now become commonplace for every major title to be delayed. I've never seen yeah. a, in recent times, and I mean in the next last few years, any game be moved up. <laughs> no. Nah. Or even make it kind of feel like it's meant to be released on that day. Nah, or if it's been released, it's been released as not ours intended. <clears throat> Anthem. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was intended, to be honest, but maybe just you know completely missed the mark. But there's so many games released that aren't ready. So I, I admire them for releasing Red Dead when it was ready. Yeah. But you don't know the full background of how much people were working to... To get it there. To get it there. But I mean, that leads into... That leads almost seamlessly into the discussion of not releasing a game until it's ready. We haven't had a Grand Theft Auto out of a Rockstar Studio for an entire console generation. Yep. We had GTA 5. We've essentially had Red Dead Redemption and GTA 5 and GTA 4 in one console generation. And then this gen, we've had Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. Does that mean are we to hypothesize that GTA 6 could actually be a launch title for next gen. I doubt it'll be launch title. But, it, it, I mean, you've got to say it, it must it must be ready there or thereabouts. No. We have to do it. No, okay, moving on. 
That's the kind no. of cutting opinion pieces no. you come here for. <laughs> no. Dare I ask you a question? No. Okay. Next question. I think not. I think because we've had a console generation without a GTA, it's one of two things. GTA 6 will be ready there or thereabouts for next gen launch. Two. Them motherfuckers were just making far too much money on Grand Theft Auto Online. It's definitely the latter. It's definitely the latter. I'm sure there's a meme somewhere that says Rockstar uh, discovers microtransactions and it just shows you the massive gap between GTA 4 and 5. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of fucking tasty rumours coming out that obviously because GTA Online performed so well and continues, continues to perform so well. Bear in mind this was the last gen game, GTA 5, consistently in the fucking NPD in the top five, if well, top ten to push, but top five um, best-selling games, Grand Theft Auto Online, literally shitting money daily. Like, it's like fucking the Pablo Escobar of fucking online services. It just burns money to stay warm. Yep. And it, it, you've got to think, these rumours coming out that GTA 6 will be possibly a very short, concise campaign and it'll come packaged with GTA Universe, GTA Online World, whereby they'll actually put more time into that. And one of the the, the more enticing rumours I heard about the next-gen GTA Online is that it will be uh, an online space that, much like when you get these MMOs, uh, where you've got different sort of lands, and each land is fucking vast, you'll have... Um, Los Santos, uh, in San Andreas, you'll have all of these different areas to go to, and it'll be full maps. But you like maybe you have to take a plane there. So the, essentially, every world that's been populated in a GTA game will be part of the GTA Online universe. Mm-hmm. And that to me sounds fucking. Oof. It's enticing, but you know, this is probably what's going to take so long to make. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to be a launch title. I mean, I don't saying, think... Are we saying it takes so long to make as in an entire console generation? Maybe, but they weren't just making that, were they? They were making Red Dead. Two studios, though. You've got the Rockstar Studio in America, or Canada, one of the two. It's over there. It's a fucking Western studio. And you've got the one in Dundee, I think it is, that produces the other one. I know, but then you've got you've got Mr. Hauser, Mr. No. Which one? Yeah, I've just realised that. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them. No, you've got um, Dan, who was the creative and writer, and even voice talent on some of these two. He, he was, I. He's voice. He's got voice credit right. for some of the games. And I know you've got a multitask and do things like that, but you know, to do GTA Five, GTA Five to the level of detail mm-hmm. of storytelling, and you Red Dead to the level of detail and storytelling. You know, I don't know if it's possible to deliver a game with such a narrative side by side. True, true. They do need a lot of space from each other. Like, so it makes, it's, it makes sense to have a lot of space from each other. So it's kind of, I don't know. I think I think you've you've got to throw a resource into it, which they obviously did to get that over the line project, and then it becomes. So yes, they'll be working on it, but you know, really, you know, I well, is it ready? No, it'd be too too much of a thing to. You'd never have this as a surprise. Yeah, true. Because of the marketing campaign on Twitter. They, they don't need a console launch to 
push that. Uh, the consoles need a game to push that. But to be honest, the consoles would probably uh, go into some sort of exclusivity battle to get we, GTA. GTA sells consoles. Consoles don't sell GTA. Exactly, but they'll never be a unless one one company's going to pay through the nose and then some for well, for I mean, it. In the not too distant past, you couldn't play GTA anywhere but PlayStation, could you? Is this because Xbox wasn't a platform then, really, was it? Well, I think it was probably a fledgling platform around about the time of GTA 3. GTA 3 was PlayStation, yeah, fair enough. But yeah. beyond that... GTA 3 was the... I mean, that was arguably the one that... Well, that was the... This trajectory, was the, really, wasn't it? That was the, the gamble take, wasn't it? Do people want to play GTA like this? Yeah, instead of the top-down. Instead of the top-down. I'm... Uh, I'd be quite happy if GTA 6, if the rumours are true and you've got a GTA online universe and it's fucking Vice City and it's Los Santos and it's San Andreas and it's all of them and you can just go to anyone you want or the other rumour is obviously they'll return to Vice City for the campaign. Vice City seems to be the most thing for me and from my point of view I want a game that's mostly single player single player and has a storyline and goes through it because that's where I get my most satisfaction. Uh, yeah. Um, if it becomes just an online thing event, and you know, I'm all for creating your own content and things like that, but I need to be told a story. It's all about story. It's well, that's it. It's also in this world, in these times, in these days, as a couple of thirty-something young professionals, time is a fucking luxury. Like so, it, at, at times, I would rather actually plow it into. A well-crafted linear storyline than to sit there and while away seven hours on Battlefield 5's competitive multiplayer, mm-hmm. which we've both done. <laughs> but but it's who you're playing with there. That's true. The thing. That is true. I mean, I haven't even touched the Battlefield 5 campaign at all because, to be honest, it doesn't really interest us. No. No, I've um, I played a couple. I played a couple of them. I believe Battlefield Five was the one. Uh, Battlefield One and Battlefield Five had sort of war stories type deal where you were playing through very personal campaigns to different protagonists in each one. But again, I'm same Battlefield Five. I didn't really touch the campaign. It was all about the multiplayer for me. Of which a brand new map set has just been released. By the way, the Vietnam maps are there now. So that might be worth downloading and losing another 12 to 572 hours in <laughs> during this uh, during this aforementioned funk. So anyway, yes, fucking Dan Houser's off. Best of luck to him. Interesting yep. to see what happens. At the dynamic of Rockstar now. Will his uh, creative chops be missed? Will we see a dramatic step back? Did he have any involvement in the no doubt upcoming GTA 6? Did he have any sort of creative involvement in that? Ben and Mighty did take an extended period of absence. To me, it's just got burnout written all over it. Yep, it's got burnout. And if afterwards, you know, afterwards, the fact that there's nothing being said, there's obviously confidentiality and non disclosure things going on. And, you know, he's not going to come out now, you know, while he's there. His brother's still there as well. So, I mean, here's the other thing. Does one of the consoles now snap him up as a role for for their company? Not unlike uh, PlayStation uh, after fucking what's he called? Shuhei stepped 
stepped aside. Was it Chu here who stepped aside? And Herman Holtz from Guerrilla Games. He's now in charge of fucking Sony. So does Dan Hauser step away from Rockstar to take a senior position at one of the consoles? I can't say it being Nintendo. Flat out can't say it being Nintendo. But nope. does Microsoft have a role for Dan Hauser? Does Dan Hauser get a new studio? Microsoft are fucking acquiring them like our collect fucking Pokemon cards at the minute. I mean, look at it this way: the gaming world will always have a, a there'll be a place for him. But is you no? Know, is there something else? He's a writer and creative person at the time. Yeah. You never know. Is the is the TV? You know, let's oh, say oh, like, would 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 um one of the streaming giants? You know, will you come and create some content for us? Fucking hell, that's a good show. That actually, you know, a bit left field, but not within out. Out of the realms of possibility. Well, take a look at fucking friend of the show Hideo Kojima. You know what I mean? He uh, he started fucking dropping all kinds of bombs that he wants to do film and TV and that now. Actually, so it's but, just a. I mean, if you're a creative, you're a creative, aren't you? It, it might not necessarily tie you into one medium. No, it's it's content at the end of the day, and that's what the streaming giants will want. You know, just content, content, content. Not necessarily good content, but just con- they don't want the best, but they'll just take content. They'll just take, they'll just take anything to keep people coming back with that seven ninety nine a month. Yeah. And the reason that probably Dan and Sam did um, games, because that's how they wanted to tell their stories. Yeah. And they've told a few, and exactly. I've enjoyed every single one of them. So, I'm fucking best, uh, best wishes? Best wishes? Best wishes. So, Dan until Hansen. we find out the facts... We'll just leave it at our conjecture, but it's got definitely um, quite a seismic shift in 100%. the industry. 100%. Um, shall we move on to the next story, John Boy? Yes. So, well, we can't deny it. The coronavirus is here. I believe it's now called COVID-19. That's its COVID, official that's name. That's official designation now, right? That's its official name, because obviously, it's a little bit of a science nugget for you. It, it isn't called the coronavirus. It is a, a coronavirus. coronavirus. The flu is a coronavirus. The common cold could be a fucking coronavirus. I don't know. The coronavirus SARS was a coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So this one's now got its own name. COVID-19. Well, well, COVID-19... Carry on. ...has um, <laughs> hit Nintendo with delays to its Switch rollout. Mm. So with its majority of its manufacturing done in China... Nintendo says it was inevitable that production of shipments of its Nintendo Switch and Joy-Con controllers would be delayed in Japan. So, the thing that worries me about this one, Johnny, if it's hitting Nintendo Switch production, does this cause a delay to a next-gen Xbox and PlayStation? Because well, uh, the pair of them will have, if not mass production in China, hundred percent mass. Uh, components coming out of china for those so yeah so microsoft and sony also produce xbox and playstation in the country so oh well there you go so do we see do we see a delay to the next gen nintendo have already got out ahead of it yeah fine we're gonna have delays we're facing delays um you've got to think the animal crossing variant that's going to come out march 20th animal crossing finally fucking drops um, on the same day as Doom Eternal, literally <laughs> the fucking antithesis of each other, <laughs> heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. <laughs> Just like the angel and the devil. 
just dropping on the same day. Imagine fucking walking into game, just being like, I'll take a, a little slice of heaven and a big chunk of hell, please. <laughs> and play them at the same time. Fucking, I, I've got to wonder, does the next gen now get pushed back? I don't think the Switch Animal Crossing variant, I don't think that's going to be affected because I think that's probably already quite a way into its, I'd assume, quite a way into its production cycle. So they will have a lot of units already produced. Uh, and it, they have to be because it launches on the 20th. You know what I mean? We're, we're not that far away now. You wouldn't have a production drop a dead date so close to release. That just wouldn't happen. But for uh, Series X and PS5, that's a, that's, that's a worrying one. Like, Do we see a delay? They haven't stated so, any actual uh, hard release dates for it, have they? No, they've just said back end of 2020. And I suppose, arguably, you could argue that 2020, I would talk on calendar or fiscal. I like, yeah, you can get away with that. But, I mean, ultimately, they're probably aiming for the Christmas rush, aren't they? Well, they absolutely want them out before Christmas. That's, yeah. that's a given. Um, I think the, the past few generations have all come out October and November time anyway. So they'll be aiming to keep that same window and just capitalise on all that good Christmas consumerism. Rampant consumerism. Old but you never you never know. Clothes. I mean, that's what they aim for, but there was always aim for one. I can't remember which generation it was. Was it the PlayStation 4? The, um, which one was ready, but then the global financial crisis hit? Oh, God, that might have been PS3. Is that three? Because did that not hit during the crisis at a 500 quid price point? It was something. It was almost like because they, 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 they didn't they delay a generations. It was all ready to go. But they, they moved off it because it was um, well, basically because no one had the disposable income to really do it. So you never know. It only, take, it only takes a global... <laughs> It only takes a, a global uh, crisis, like a viral viral outbreak, just to shift plans, you know, and cause ruptures. I mean, it's not it's not just that. Well, I was going to say we'll call it a pandemic because within within weeks, this fucking COVID nineteen, the newest strain of coronavirus, it will be a pandemic. But at the same time, there's a lot of this is just a fucking a lot of the actions taken by China so far. Based on the information that's come out of China, I don't want to put my conspiracy hat on, but there's already reports that the Chinese aren't reporting the real picture, which again wouldn't surprise us. But if this coronavirus is far more deadly than the letting on, because currently the mortality rate is somewhere around 2.6%, I think it is. And like the normal flu kills more people than that. So there's more of this than meets the eye, because it shouldn't be causing the amount of panic it is. And the fact that they've pretty much shut half a country down, this has quickly devolved from a gaming podcast into just me worrying about catching a vibe. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got your alcohol wipes, sir? Uh, this podcast comes Start to you Start chewing live. them like you've never chewed them before. <laughs> this podcast comes to you live from a hazmat suit. <laughs> In a bubble. In my human-sized hamster ball. <laughs> I was wondering why I had to call in. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking wonders of technology mean I can now podcast from my perfectly 100% clean room type hamster ball. 
you could do surgery in here. With <laughs> <laughs> You're already fleeing a corpse, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm already butchering the game industry. <laughs> That's what you started. You started with trying to <laughs> fix things, and then you're like, you know what, I'm just going to lop a bit off there, lop a bit off there. <laughs> Cut the fingerprints off, get rid of the eyes, smash the teeth in, no one will understand know who it is. <laughs> Feed the rest of the pigs. <laughs> And then we'll have a delicious bowl of bat soup and hope, hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny, we'll move swiftly on from the fucking coronavirus fucking affecting uh, next gen, possibly affecting next gen. And many other things. Watch a lot of conferences and a lot of um, expos start to be wiped out. So I think there's already a, a gadget and tech uh, conference that Amazon and Microsoft aren't going to. So. Well, A3's coming up. And the A3's already fucking literally clawing, scratching and clawing to maintain its fucking standing. Uh, it would not surprise me if A3 didn't 100% die in the next two or three years. After the debacle where they fucking Sony backed out, they were like, nah, fuck you. I don't need you. I'm Sony. That good old classic Sony hubris. You know that? <laughs> That level of hubris that only Sony can possess. Yeah, I don't fucking need A3. And that rocked them. And then they went and leaked all the journalists' fucking personal information. That couldn't have been good. So it's, uh, I think A3's fucking, A3's on the ropes. And all it would take is mass panic over the coronavirus for people to just not attend. Or potentially have to cancel the show. And then, and then who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Maybe from moving forward, we get obviously the state of play with Sony and Microsoft. I mean, they already do the the inside Xbox and fucking outside Xbox and around the back of the Xbox. They do all these weird shows, so there's nothing to say they couldn't do uh, a clearly Nintendo Direct um, inspired web show. They'll do they'll do their own conferences, won't they? Well, an, they've got their own fucking theater. So yeah, they'll just they'll end up doing like you know when it when when they because they obviously need the the journalists and the dirt sheets and the things to kind of push their narratives. But mm-hmm. eventually they'll just absorb stuff and have their own, and then I'll. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. We'll move on to uh, the third and final story of this week's uh, news news bit. I'm going to call it the crunch. Yeah, the crunch. The crunch. You are the audio engineer, Johnny. I expect some sort of crunch. <laughs> um, fucking, oh, wait there. No, I think somebody else has already got a segment called Crunch. Another game and podcast. Go back to the drawing board on that one. Right, anyway, okay. Spit third that out. story. Third story. I'll take this one, Johnny. I'll handle this one. Take a seat there, mate. You've done a great job. Cracking job. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks for coming. So, <laughs> As previously mentioned in this very episode, Anthem. Anthem, the essentially the Iron Man simulator that had all the promise, all the hype. It was going to be a game of the year contender. It had this fucking... It had everything you could possibly want from a game. And then it launched to a slew of 6 out of 10s. Terrible fucking... Uh, Personality. <laughs> no personality it had like a mishmash of styles it had 
so many things that were simple quality of life improvements needed that were just missing. The loot was bad. The loot was awful. In fairness, in defense of Anthem, me and you played Anthem. And I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it. I, I can see it slick. I can see where the problems are. Because if I wasn't playing with you, if we didn't have our own squad and you had to, and we were doing story missions, if you weren't playing with the squad and sticking together and all communicating and like, right, now we'll go here and now we'll progress the story. If you just had one lonely maverick, one lonesome fucking maverick who just wanted to grind XP on a mission. So he was just hitting all the spots where the pockets of enemies were and then steamrolling straight through the cutscenes. You were essentially, whatever you were doing, you were ripped out of the game, put in a loading screen, and then popped out the loading screen uh, at, at the next checkpoint, at the next story checkpoint. So it was fucking riddled. It was absolutely riddled with issues from day one. There was a series of, uh, that the laid out a roadmap of like, this is what's coming to Anthem. Uh, they abandoned that altogether. The all hands to the pumps try to fi put fixes in in various patches. And I haven't played it for a while but because, you know, everybody just fucking buried it and I wasn't having a great time when I wasn't playing with the squad. But Anthem have came out in a in amongst a fucking a sea of comments from from news outlets, from journalists, from social media saying that Anthem was dead. I mean, the, if you look not but a couple of weeks back, actually it was this week, uh, the your, your top-level sort of news sites like your Kotaku's, your Polygon's, Eurogamer, they were all posting stories that Anthem still had its fucking Christmas decorations up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the level we're dealing with here. Like, everyone was like, they're not even taking the fucking Christmas tree down. We're in February and the Christmas tree's still up. Like, Anthem's dead. And then in amongst this fucking slew of just character defamation, um, Casey Hudson, studio head at Bioware, has came out with a uh, like a blog post which says, over the coming months we will be focusing on longer term redesign, keyword, of the experience. Specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting. So to do that properly, to fly we'll, around like Iron Man. you still be Iron Man. You still got that fucking Iron Man VR simulator. Well, it's not VR. It's Iron Man sim. Uh, to do that properly, we'll be doing something we'd like to have done more of the first time around, giving a focused team the time to test and iterate, focusing on gameplay first. So that was the essentially that was the crux of the statement that came out about Anthem this very morn, uh, the tenth. No, sorry, it was yesterday, the tenth of Feb. Uh, so interesting, Johnny. Interesting. Anthem essentially trying to pull what's called in the business a no man's sky. Yep. Just uh, trying to replicate that fucking no man's sky <laughs> fucking redemption arc. Deliver the, the game that you wanted to. The Kylo, Ren. the Kylo Ren of fucking game redemption arcs that uh, nobody, to my mind, right, outside of No Man's Sky, who's fucking managed this? I would, I'd go as far as to say Destiny. Destiny 1 and 2 both launched 
with a bevy of fucking issues that were fixed over time. And it was one of those things where the game released, everybody jumped on early, everybody was like, oh my god, amazing game. And then about two weeks in, they were like, oh, fucking hell, actually, no, it isn't. And then the vitriol came back. I love that word, vitriol. I still love that word. <laughs> the fucking venom, the vitriol, the this game's broken type bullshit comes out. And then over time, the if, I mean, if you go back now and play Destiny 2 now, compared to what it was at launch, an entirely different game and vastly, vastly superior when it launched. Another one off the top of my head, who I have no fucking clue how they crawled out of the fire, by the way. Battlefront 2. That, by all accounts now, there's a few uh, outlets have re-reviewed Battlefront 2, what, three years after its launch? Yeah. After the fucking mess that it was in at launch with the uh, microtransaction scandal. The one that fucking put EA on its arse, literally... It was the ginger stepchild of the fucking game industry. <laughs> Every fucker hated EA. And if well, it's, easy to, it's easy to hate EA, though, isn't it? They just you know, nah, give them an excuse and everyone will hate them for it. Nah, the, do you know what their problem is? They just like money too much. <laughs> People keep giving them all this money. That's their problem. But you look, I mean, you look, in, there was an earnings call last week, uh, possibly the week before, and I believe it was EA despite all of this bullshit microtransactions, it came out on an earnings call and earned something like, I think it was either one point something or two point something billion from microtransactions alone. So, is it, I mean, it's like, it's the classic wrestling analogy. Would you go out every day as a heel and be absolutely hated, people throwing things at you and booing you, knowing that you're going to walk back through the curtain and collect your fucking cool 20 mil paycheck Money. a month? Money, 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 money. There is people out there who've done it. There are shining examples of people who've gone back and reinvented a broken game. No Man's Sky is the the fucking champion of that, absolutely. Battlefront 2 arguably has to be in there with a shout of somebody who's managed to turn it around. But whether Apparently Final Fantasy 14, they did it with online as well. Uh, yes, different. Realm Reborn, Final Fantasy IV in a Realm Reborn. They've essentially rebuilt that game from the ground up, and apparently now, sensational. <clears throat> well, I don't. If the and again, if there's a studio with the chops to do it, it's Bioware. Do you know what I mean? Although, Hello, but that that's two misses for Bioware now, isn't it? What coming off? Is that uh, Andromeda? Yeah. So coming off of the what you know the all the stock they created with um, Mass Effect, mm-hmm. yeah, undid that kind of with um, with Andromeda. Yeah. Piss poor. <laughs> as much as I want to enjoy it, but Jesus. Andromeda stopped me playing games. <laughs> so we decided to go all the way across to the other um, uh, um, another galaxy. Yeah. We take some of the species with us, promising yeah. all this intrigue. You get introduced to another species, and then a, a, a what's it called a, yeah one species, and then a, um, an enemy species. Then you find out those two fuckers are the same. <laughs> Mate, Andromeda's been wiped from my memory bank. It's fucking terrible. I don't I don't remember it at all. But so, you've got what Bioware've got coming up, and they're saying they're going to dedicate a team to sort of <laughs> revitalise an anthem. But 
they've already announced they've got a new Dragon Age coming out. Yep. And the rumours of a fucking Knights of the Old Republic swirling, a relaunch, a reboot, yep. Knights of the Old Republic. You know what I mean? Another all back on the things of fashionable reboots. Fashionable, or do we call them soft? Soft reboots. It's nothing <laughs> soft about it. Some cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic still recognises one of the greatest RPG games of all time. It is. It's fantastic, but can we not have something new, please? Can't I? And if it is new, can we have something new done properly? (laughs) I mean, another another one absolutely fucking tanked its launch and trying to claw back out of the fucking debts. Fallout 76. They've made the news this week. Yeah, yeah. Finally, the new Wastelanders expansion's coming. So that's, that's essentially... Fallout 76 again, that's another one, at launch to now, very different game, a lot of fixes have gone in, and then when they finally bring out Wastelanders, the release date escapes us, but it's soon, and they add an NPCs into the world, which were, they were much needed at launch, uh, there's, there's another one, are we actually in a generation, are, is this going to be the generation of the fucking Kylo Ren redemption arc? If Anthem pull it off, if Fallout 76 pull it off, I mean... I, I'd love to play Anthem, Anthem again. I really would. And just, you know, if it was just a bit more slick in its, in its storytelling mode. And, you know, like, so I'm never one for about loot. I never, I've never really bought into this, you know, look, look at what colour gun I've got or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. I, just don't know, I don't know how that progresses, games. I know, I know other people know, and that's what they play for. But, you know, but games as service stuff has never really, really one that's ticked the box for me. It's not so it need, needs yeah. to have something else. Mm-hmm. It's either a game as game as service game, and clearly mm-hmm. what it is, or it's trying to do be like a um, a big big narrative, and, tell, and and create a world and tell a story. And if you try yeah. and do both, very very rarely do you do both very well. You'll either do one more than the other. But if yeah. you try if you try and do both well and fail, it's a dud, absolute yeah. dud. Yeah. Ah, uh, you're dragged over the coals if you don't do it well. <clears throat> I mean, you're looking, essentially, the, when you say it's story and loot and all these different mechanics, essentially, just piled on top of each other, the ones who truly do that successfully are the old-school MMOs. Exactly. Look, look no further than World of Warcraft. You know what I mean? But, I don't know. I, I mean, I hope, I hope this Anthem thing comes off. I genuinely do, because like I said, when I was playing with the guys, the squad, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the game. I mean, to be honest, if if this blog posts anything to go by, and, and there's some truth in it, and they are going to start drip-feeding con- like, just little content drops of, this is what we've got coming up, this is the new roadmap, I'd be tempted to jump on the fucking Xbox and buy that fucking now, because you can get it for like... You get neg- for a couple of quid. Negative money. They'll actually pay you to get Anthem off them. <laughs> That's probably what they're doing for. Uh, but get that on the Xbox now, so you've got a delightful 4K. Uh, yeah, I and, yeah. and then just start again. Literally start again. I mean, it would it would kill us having a part with me javelin that I've heavily customised and fucking got all its skill points up. It would, it would, it would hurt to step away from that style of player, but again... How far removed am I? Would I even remember the fucking controls if I jumped back? I've I've played and finished and not finished so many fucking games since Anthem. So, yeah, interesting, Johnny, interesting. 
we'll intriguing and hot off the press, isn't it? Or it came out yet? Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I the the question is now that I've mentioned it. Do um, how do you feel about Fallout seventy six? <sighs> What's your thoughts? I know you are actually you are a Fallout fan. I'm a Fallout guy, but I just you know it's it's the online thing that I'm just not bothered about. Aye. I don't know. It's just. Would you not want to play Fallout like let's just say if me and you jumped on, and it was after, it was after the Wastelanders expansion had dropped. So we've got all of the goodness, all because Fallout seventy six had some had some like little diamonds hidden in amongst all the fucking coal, if you know what I mean. If it kept them and it added the better elements of a Fallout game like the NPCs, like more fucking quests, uh, etc. Would you uh, would you be tempted to jump in? I mean, I'm I'm always uh, looking for a, a good deal a good deal in the circumstances, and I'll try anything if the if the timing's right. So yeah. I'll never say never. You'll try out once. Just you know, the stars need to align, planets need to align, stars need to shine, and I'll be like, oh, go on then. It's it's about time. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. So Johnny, are we uh, are we happy to move on to? the next segment in this show which is essentially a segment where i'm gonna address what's coming out i like to call it i don't know yet (laughs) we've got we've got some ideas about what we're going to call this segment most of them have been linked to lord of the rings quotes well franchise tell me what your elf i see i'll tell you what my elf i say johnny here's what we haven't decided how far do you want us to go out with this list? Because obviously I've got the games list 2020, so I construct the games list every year that is essentially the games that I want to buy. Now, despite the fact that it's franchise buys games, and I have uh, a well-earned reputation for buying all the games, there are some that I don't buy. I just, I've, I've got no desire to do so. So are we going to just cover what I'm going to buy in the month of Feb? Or are we going to cover... Everything that's coming out in the month of Feb. I think you should try and cover, because take me as your customer, what am I going to buy in February, March and April? You want to do February, March and April? Well, I'll tell you what, mate, I'll do you solid. I'll do you solid and I'll just tell you what's made my list. This isn't everything that's coming out, but this is what's made my list. Now, obviously, people, feel free, get in touch. Uh, I am available on Twitter at the franchise uh instagram also the franchise johnny doesn't believe in social media i think so i don't have a social media presence (laughs) you can you can reach out on twitter at the franchise that is the direct twitter account associated with franchise buys games uh live the brand the uh the official (laughs) games list for 2020 that i've got so far if you want to do february march april we'll start this very friday February the 14th, we have Darksiders Genesis. Not doing anything for you? How about Dreams? Dreams had me intrigued when you were telling me about it the other day. Media Molecule, um, creators of Little Big Planet, they've essentially created a game that is a giant game creation suite. Now, just to put it into perspective on how good this game creation suite is, People have recreated Dead Space, recreated PT, recreated Mario, recreated 
Little Big Planet within Dreams accurately recreated these things. So that's that's here's the thing for me with dreams. If I get dreams, I 100% want to not necessarily recreate, but make a new wrestling game in the vein of the fucking arguably for me the pinnacle of the wrestling era, No Mercy. No Mercy. Uh, NWO versus WCW Revenge. They were the pinnacle of arcade wrestling games for me. I want to recreate them in dreams. Can I do it? Who the fuck knows? But anyway, other than that, we've got the DualShock 4 attachment also coming out on February the 14th, which again leads into the fact that it'll probably mean that you can carry your DualShock 4 over in the next gen, because PlayStation 5 controllers will more than likely come with back paddles. That's the rumour circulating there. And then February 25th, Two Point Hospital. Very much a theme hospital for a new generation. Moving swiftly into March, on the 13th, we've got Neo 2, uh, a, fr- a FromSoft-esque game. Uh, uh, Souls, Soulsborn, I believe they call them. Their own little genre there. Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing, Heaven and Hell, both coming out on the 20th of March. <laughs> Uh, they should do a, a multimedia like a cross campaign for that. You know? <laughs> really should. Tom have Tom Nook as the fucking <laughs> as the fucking the Slayer in Doom. <laughs> Blade and Edge on the twenty fourth of March. I think that's coming at Game Pass though, so you don't have to fog out anything for that. Then in April, April's got a couple of fucking gems in there as well. Resident Evil Three Remake on the third. Final Fantasy Seven Remake on the tenth. Is it the tenth or the twentieth? Tenth, well, isn't it? Yeah. It could be the uh, the date might be wrong. I don't know. I put this in here a while no, ago. Tenth. It's the tenth. Um, Predator Hunting Grounds, which is the new game from Ilphonic, who did Friday the Thirteenth. Now, if anybody remembers when franchise buys games used to stream on Twitch and Mixer, Friday the Thirteenth was a favourite. Uh, turned into a bit of a nursery though, so that that had to stop. Otherwise, I'd have fucking Operation U Train knocking at my door. Uh, and Gears of War Tactics on the twenty eighth of April, an XCOM style Gears of War game. So that's what's made my list, Johnny. And in a couple of weeks, we'll discuss why I think you should join me in buying all of them. <laughs> You've missed one out. Did you see Res- Resident Evil Three on the third of April? Right, I did see Resident Evil Three. Sorry. Right. As you see, the one thing I'm looking at, and I miss everything you say. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> that whole list is Resident Evil Three, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll work on a uh, maybe we'll work on some nice little jingles to go with. Uh, what do you see with your alphas? Oh, and we'll I'll, need fire, to, I'll fire up the Casio keyboard. Fire it up, and we need to uh, we need to come up with a name for the new segment because I think the crunch is definitely taken. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's taken. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll just call it bad enough. Bad enough. That's that's a, do you know what it is? Discussion for another time, Johnny. How do you feel how do you feel about the first episode of the soft reboot franchise by game? I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've got one little tidbit for you for you to comment on. Go for it. So I always said that I'd drop um, scroll through the interweb and try and find out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um interesting news, so coming out of Ukraine. I thought interesting news should. So do you know the um the, the running theory that um Keanu Reeves is immortal? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just doesn't age. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember that iconic picture of like the the skyscraper builders in New York, where they're all sitting on like the iron girder up in the sky, kind of yes. having the bit. Yeah. And someone in Ukraine photoshopped <laughs> Keanu Reeves into that image. 
and then right. published published it in the actual history book. Holy fuck! Okay. So... <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So that just started like a whole thing about um, Keanu Reeves being immortal again. But then people thinking, like, what's actually in history books? What's actually true when you see it? Yeah. And then when they were looking through more things, they found out that some someone had had a map map in it <laughs> in one of the books, and mm-hmm. it was actually the Skyrim map. <laughs> Shut up. No. <laughs> in an actual history book. In an actual history book, and yes. I can't remember where it was, somewhere what? in Eastern Europe. But yeah, you know, so. Gaming industry making waves in the history books. In the <laughs> history books. I like it. I like it. And I can definitely say having owned Skyrim on pretty much everything going, including me fucking microwave at this point. Uh, <laughs> if I ever found myself wandering through Eastern Europe and coming across certain landmarks, I'd be like, hang on a minute. I know Oof. exactly where the fuck I am. There's mud crabs down there. <laughs> I want to stay away from down there. There's a mud crab. Just shout, shouting at townsfolk. <laughs> <laughs> right, boys and girls, that has been Franchise Buys Games. That's been producer Nice Guy Johnny. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. How lovely are you, man? How lovely. That's I've been all Franchise. They are available. I say we. I'm available on the socials. Johnny doesn't believe in them. Uh, at the Franchise on Twitter. Uh, the Franchise on Instagram. There is a Facebook page, the franchise, uh, you know, live the brand, keep it easy to find, all, all the same. If you've enjoyed what's happened to you today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts, or subscribe, why not subscribe, check your little sub there, and uh, this is a weekly show. Now that's not to say we're limited to one a week, if massive news breaks, then obviously whatever Johnny's doing, I will erase his entire diary for his <laughs> content. And he, he will, he will, he will. He will. And, uh, you know, if you've enjoyed something, do, do let us know. Leave one of them five-star reviews. Uh, get in touch on the socials and just let us know. Uh, we are working on other features. So keep your ears peeled. And until next time, laters. <laughs>